Welcome to another episode of the UI Buzz podcast. I'm your host, Peter Widom. You can find me at peterwidom.com. In this episode, I am going to talk about why I use Unity for game development. Now, we're going to start by saying the game engines, like so many things, are a very personal choice, I think. And there will certainly be folks who will say, oh, I love Unity, and people who say, no, you should use Unreal Engine, and people who will say, no, you should use Godot, and no, you should write your own. Okay, great. You're all absolutely correct. But for me, I like to use Unity, and I'm going to explain to you why. I'm not going to try and convince you to use it. I'm just going to say why I use it. Maybe it'll resonate with you. Uh, Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you don't. Either way, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this so you can go to peterwidham.com and reach out to me or of course you can find me at uibuzz on twitter so let's go ahead and get started here so firstly one of the reasons i use unity is i'm very familiar with it i would not say i'm an expert by any extent but i have spent enough time with it and worked through enough courses to teach myself the techniques and features that i like to use for the kind of games that I like to make and build for myself. And therefore, that's a big important thing right there. If you feel comfortable with something and you see no reason to change, great, then stick with it. And that's what I do. I've mentioned before that I am always experimenting with other engines, like I'm trying to learn Unreal Engine so that I can either find a better one than Unity or appreciate why I use Unity compared to some of these other engines. So for me, familiarity is a big one, right? I have explored Unity over the years to varying degrees, but I would say in the last maybe two to three years, I have used it a lot more and come to really appreciate it. Now, I do use the C-sharp programming language as the language within Unity, I do recall the time when it was JavaScript, and forgive me, I forget the other one that it was before then, and I I got along with it a bit with JavaScript, but it was really when I switched to using C Sharp that it started to make way more sense to me, and I was able to do some of the more useful things as far as I'm concerned. And that's also because at that time, I was getting more and more involved with very similar languages to C-sharp. So I was getting a two or three for one deal there. And familiarity is certainly a big part of that. Like I say, I can write C-sharp. I'm not by any means an expert with it. It's not a programming language I use in every day. So I don't write it, say, like Swift or something like that, or JavaScript or those kind of ones that I use for the projects that I work on during the day, every day. But thanks to the JetBrains writer tool, I feel like I can write C-sharp and it almost teaches me how to do it as, as I'm trying to solve problems, coding problems to get the features working and bugs out of the system that I need to do to basically build the games and make them work the way I want them to work. So that's another big part of it there. Now, I do use a package, and if you've been following my streams at all, you'll have seen me probably using this package. I use a package called Flow Canvas. It is a package for Unity that is what they call one of these visual coding approaches, visual scripting, I think they actually call it. It's very similar to like the blueprints in Unreal Engine 
And I know that Unity does have its own visual scripting language. They've, I forget the name of it, but they bought some company that had one. So it does have its own one. But I have owned Flow Canvas for years. I got it on in some bundle, probably a humble bundle, something like that. Never really spent much time with it. And it was when I was playing around trying to learn a little bit about Unreal Engine that I started to appreciate the power of these visual scripting approaches. And that's when I went back and remembered that I had this Flow Canvas package and I have now written or basically working on now two or three games using this Flow Canvas to visually script out what I need it to do for the game. And I am finding that it is fantastic for rapidly prototyping and exploring and trying things out way faster than if I was to write them all with code. Now, the beauty of this too is I can still write C-sharp code and switch between the two and use them together and it all works just beautifully. Because basically, at the end of the day, these visual scripting languages, these packages, they're just huge frameworks and they take what you put into them visually and they convert them back to code where someone's done a lot of the hard work on the back end for you and it interprets your visually scripted instructions and converts those back to conventional code. That's really what's going on there. But for me, it, it is I can do in days what normally I would have to sit and plan out for weeks or something like that. So it's great for that. Now, it does have some limitations because it's not like you, you can just jump in if you don't know how to code. You still know have to know how to code. And sometimes it can take a while to find the right visual script blocks, if you like, to to make it do what you need it to do. But once you've got the hang of that and you know how to search for them and how to figure it out, it works great. So that's something there. And again, other game engines have this, and I'm finding it's a really good way for game development in particular. The other thing about Unity is, again, like Unreal Engine, it's very hard to not compare the two. I can actually run the the game, the code, and everything else right there in the Unity toolset. So I don't have to compile and see what it's going to work. Like, for example, when I'm using SpriteKit on Xcode for iOS development, things like that, it's kind of their game set, if you like. I have to really compile it and have it compiled and run to see what's going on. And that takes time. It's a little frustrating to have to do that all the time. And it does make debugging harder. Now, the reason I say that is because in Unity, when I'm running something in real time in the Unity engine within the Unity tools, I can change my values. I can inspect my variables. I can change anything I need to. So, for example, let's say that you're you're trying to figure out, does the game do the right thing when my score reaches 100? Well, rather than having to get your score to 100 to find that answer, you can set it up and basically set your score to say like 99 and then trip it over to the 100 and see if it does the right thing. And if it doesn't, you can sort of mess with the code and see if that helps change properties and everything else to basically anything within the Unity game that you're building and see what happens there. But you do have to be careful because anything that you change when you have the game running and you're making those changes, those will be lost when you stop running the game. But it is a great way to figure out what you need to do and then 
stop the game, go back to the editors and make those changes. So you do have to be careful, but it's great to be able to do all of this without having to compile the code to see what happens. Now, of course, there are circumstances where you need to do that if you're testing something specific that requires some kind of hardware device, say on a phone or a tablet or something like that. Obviously, at the end of the day, the best testing you can do is to actually run it on the device. It is certainly not a replacement for that, but it is a great way to speed up your development. I like to build a lot of 2D type games, and the reason for that is I love kind of idle games. And for those of you who don't know what that is, an idle game is a game that runs in the background for you. And you can dive in, dive out, and do whatever you need to do, keep changing things, whatever it may be, buy upgrades, and then the game just keeps ticking in the background. There are lots of examples out there, and I love that style of gaming. So these are the kind of games that I wanted to build for myself and have some fun with it. And most of the time, they're 2D-based for the most part. So for me, what I like about Unity is I can do that just as easily as building a 3D game and just switch between the two or a blend of the two if I want anything like that. I have found in some of the other game engines that I personally struggle to figure out how to write a 2D game approach with that, whether it's 2D sprites or something that's just like an interface kind of game, that sort of text boxes, buttons, those kind of things. I struggle in some of the other engines to figure those out. So that's something else that I like about Unity as well. And I've hinted at this one already, but one of the massive things for me, and I again, I know other engines do this, but with Unity, I can develop my my game and then just switch between different build settings to build it for the platforms I care about. Now, for me, that means Android, iOS, Windows, Mac, but there's lots of others you can do as well. Linux, Nintendo Switch, I think PlayStation is one of them. So being able to write your code once and deploy it to those many platforms is hugely beneficial compared to, say, writing something in a very native specific for one particular platform. Yes, it might give slightly better performance, but if you want to release on multiple platforms, you've got to go away and build that game for multiple platforms. And I find that this feature in Unity it works great for me. I know Unreal Engine does it as well. I'm sure some of the others do. But for me, again, this is great. I just switch between my build settings, run it on the device I want, or build it for the device, and away I go. The other thing with Unity is it's been around for quite a while now, and there's a really big, good community support, and there are lots of packages as well. There's lots of blog articles, tutorials, videos, Whatever you need to solve a problem, you're usually going to find it. Someone out there in, the, in these communities has taken care of the problem already. Of course, there's lots of slacks, discords, all of those kind of things as well. And for me, regardless of what I'm doing, whether I'm writing applications or a web app or a game app for a device, something like that, a key factor is always how big is the community support? How much reference material is out there? A lot of the problems with some of these real cutting edge tools and everything else out there is that they're so new that there's only a limited support out there in the community as far as people solving problems. And I will say on that too, that if you find something can solve a problem, do everybody a favor, right? 
share the answer for that problem. I try to do it as well because I like to give back to all of these communities that have helped me solve problems over the years. So I just want to throw that in there as well. There's also a, a huge asset store for Unity. And what that is, it can be anything from a tool that you would gets integrated into the Unity UI. It could be some scripts for a particular thing. It could be some assets like graphics, sounds, whatever it may be. Say, for example, a character that's rigged up, ready to run with animations, all of those kind of things. Or it can be complete games, for that matter, that you get and then you customize them the way you want. There's an absolutely huge Unity asset store out there. And that goes a long way to saving a lot of time for me because, for example, you could write your own save system for game state. And sure, there's benefits to doing that. But why reinvent the wheel? If someone's already solved that problem, go ahead and support them and use their package if it's going to work for you. And the reason I say that is when I'm doing my game development, for me, it's all about building the idea that I want and how quickly can I do that? How reliably can I do that and get that running and see if it's going to be a good idea, show it to people and see what they think. I do not want to spend all of my time building the tools that I need to then build the game. I spend enough time writing code professionally during the day that I don't want to spend the evenings writing a bunch of tools to then get to spend five minutes making my game. I would rather spend as much time as I can making my game and rewarding other people who've already solved problems that I need to solve. And the asset store is just fantastic for that. There is some truly amazing assets. And they range from, yeah, expensive to free. It's entirely up to you which route you want to go. But there's, there's some that I've got that are just, like I say, the Flow Canvas is a package for the visual scripting. Saves me a massive amount of time. It was worth every penny when I got it in the bundle. The other thing with Unity, and this one is a plus and a minus. There's usually pretty fast and pretty frequent updates, which sometimes can be great. For example, when I switched my Apple Mac to the Apple Silicon, it didn't take them long to start providing a silicon-based version as opposed to the Intel-based version. And I could they get regular updates now, and I can choose to either install those or use the LTS, kind of the long-term support version. That's a choice that I have there. Now, the downside to that, of course, as well, is that there could be rapid breaking changes and it could cause you problems. For example, I found in the past some packages don't get updated very quickly or they're never updated and they just stop working at a particular version. Like I say, there's pluses and minuses there. It really depends where you're coming from, what your goals are and what is acceptable to you in your tool set. As I've already mentioned, the, it has both an Intel version and an Apple Silicon-based version. Now, what does that mean for me? Well, the great thing with that is I can run it on my Silicon-based Apple Silicon Mac, I can run it on my Intel Mac, and I can also run it on my Intel-based Windows. And I can use the same code set for the most part without issues unless I'm doing something really like crazy complex or exotic that might need specific hardware support. Other than that, I can use the same project and keep developing that project on all those platforms without issue. 
that's a big deal for me because you just never know what the future is going to hold for hardware. You might be Apple right now and switch to Windows, or you may be Windows and switch to Apple, and you don't want to have to throw away your entire code base. So that's a big one for me because, like I say, some days I'm depending on which machine I'm sitting in front of, and I have an idea and I want to try it out. I can just pull down from a Git repo my my code base, make some changes, try it out, and if need be, just push them and just know that it's going to work on the other platforms. And the last thing is, something that's not immediately obvious to people is, it's yes, it's primarily used for developing games and those kind of things, and of course cinematics, but you can use it to do applications as well. I remember a time in a hackathon that I had to rapidly, very rapidly in one day, prototype an idea for an application where I needed to take, run it on an Android tablet, take a picture, and then do a bunch of crazy things with some graphics and stuff to that picture, and then send it off in an email. Now, yeah, I could have written it on Android. I could have written it on iOS. The problem there is that you write for one specific platform, and now you've got to port it over. But I did it in Unity because, A, I only had one day to do it in, and B, I knew that I may have to run it on any of those two platforms. And by doing it in Unity, not only did I solve the problem that I needed to solve, but I was able to demonstrate it on both of those platforms as well within one day. And if I'd have gone the other route, I would have had to have started on Android or started on iOS, got it working, and then done exactly the same thing on the other platform. It is very unlikely I could have written two versions in one day. So these are some of the reasons why I love using Unity for my game development. Because I, when I'm doing, making my games, these are projects I do purely for the joy and for the fun of doing it. And I need to remove as much pain as I can. Like I say, I don't want to have to build tools to then build the thing that I want to build. I want to just spend as much time as I can building the thing that I want to build, in this case, games, and spend as little time as possible worrying about the tool set in the background. So that's my thoughts on it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You can reach out to me at peterwidham.com or you can reach out to me, UIBuzz, on Twitter and share your thoughts or comments. If this has been helpful or you have some thoughts on this, please rate or review the podcast. I'd greatly appreciate it. And with that, we'll leave it there. I will see you in the next episode.